and welcome to the Binge Eating Dietitian podcast. I'm Jo, I'm a registered dietitian and certified intuitive eating counsellor and I'm here to smash the taboo of binge eating by bringing you personal and professional experience, real life stories and practical advice to help you get your life back from binge eating. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you are having a great week so far. All right, and today is a follow-on from the last episode where I discussed the worst advice I have heard for overcoming binge eating. And as I mentioned in last week's episode, there is no shortage of bad advice for overcoming binging, and I could not fit them all into one podcast episode. So if you liked last week's episode, let me know, and I may do a follow-up with even more harmful, dangerous nuggets of advice I want you to avoid when overcoming binge eating. But thankfully, there's also lots of really good, positive, high quality advice for overcoming binge eating. And today it's all about five of the best tips for overcoming binging. Of course, I just want to acknowledge it's so important that me or anybody else doesn't minimize the seriousness of your binge eating. And of course, overcoming binge eating is going to take more than listening to a few podcasts or reading a blog post about five top tips. So I just wanted to acknowledge that before we get into it, that the daily struggles relating to your disordered eating are so valid and no one is expecting they're going to be fixed straight away, even with all the good advice that's thrown at you. All right, so let's get cracking. Here are five of the best tips for overcoming binge eating. The first tip is to take a step back from trying to lose weight. You may be actively always seeking weight loss or it's always in the back of your mind, almost like having it on your to-do list, but you haven't been able to check it off yet. You may be binge eating for as long as you've been trying to lose weight. And I think that's quite a useful point of reflection. Ask yourself, have you been binge eating for as long as you've been trying to lose weight? Something I always hear from you is that I really wish I could be the size I was when I first decided I needed to lose weight. Does that strike a chord with you? Binging is a rebound to restriction and unfortunately any attempt to lose weight means restriction because there has to be a calorie deficit to lose weight. So whether you're exercising more or eating a lot less or even eating a little bit less, it's still a restriction and it increases the likelihood of binge eating. Now, having said all that, I do understand that on some level, you probably do want to lose weight. And you have to have a little word with yourself about that. And you need to weigh up. Do you want to lose weight more than you want to improve your relationship with food and stop binging? It's incredibly challenging. And dare I say it, it's even maybe near impossible to do both at the same time. To both improve your relationship with food and lose weight. As you know, I'm all about overcoming binge eating. That's my thing because overcoming binge eating can give you your life back from food. So that's what I'm here for. And if you want to pursue weight loss, that is totally fine. Just know that trying to improve your relationship with food at the same time as trying to lose weight is going to be challenging. I invite you to ask yourself if you can maybe put the desire for weight loss on hold and prioritise improving your relationship with food instead. You don't have to do it forever. You can always return to trying to lose weight and dieting, but it might just be something new to try. 
you may find that you then fall in love with your new healthy relationship with food and you don't want to sacrifice it by trying to lose weight. And perhaps with regular eating, your body will find its natural weight anyway. There's absolutely no pressure to do anything here. I just want to give you my professional opinion on the, on the matter. You can always return to dieting, but maybe, just maybe, try prioritising your relationship with food first for a bit. Best tip number two for overcoming binge eating is to build up other areas of your life. I know that right now you can pretty much only think about food. Food probably dominates your thoughts. You center all your plans around food. You can't wait to go out for food. You can't wait to go food shopping. And you love watching foodie programs on TV. Maybe you love your tracking apps and you can't wait to input in your data in for the day. And you love playing around with the different foods so you can make sure that you get the right amount of macros in your day. And maybe, just maybe, after a day of being good, you actually bounce out of bed the next morning with a level of excitement comparable to Christmas to weigh yourself. Basically, when you're binge eating, food becomes your life. It becomes your friend. It becomes your partner in crime. The thing is, and just like a clingy partner, it doesn't end well if our whole world revolves around them and that you have little else going on. To work towards a healthy relationship with food, it's important that you have other things in your life that bring you joy. Because although food is delicious and it's great in so many ways, it shouldn't be everything that you have in your life. I'd like you to have a think about the other aspects of your life that you could perhaps start to build up. What else do you like to do? So pre-COVID, when you went into work on a Monday morning and your colleague asks, so what did you get up to for the weekend? What do you say? Sometimes we spend our whole weekend worrying about what we've eaten or what we're going to eat or what food that we have in the fridge, what binges that we've had. And we just spend the whole weekend thinking about it and scrolling on our phones. Have a think about what else you like to do. Of course, interests and hobbies are obviously personal to you and everybody's going to have different ones. But maybe something like... Painting. I know that painting my numbers is back and I'm so here for that. Or reading or learning a few words of a different language or even being a tourist in your own city. Again, pre-COVID. And of course, you may enjoy physical activity, which is normal. But ask yourself, are all your hobbies related to physical activity? Because our relationship with food is so closely tied up in our relationship with activity. And having some non-physical activity related hobbies, I think is a sensible idea. When we enrich our lives with activities that we enjoy, it helps to take our mind off food. Even if it's just for a couple of hours, we can really get engrossed in something that has nothing to do with food and it can be a nice breakaway from the thoughts of food and from binging. It also helps to remind us that there is more to life than just eating and food and can increase our self-confidence and self-esteem. Remember, this doesn't mean that you have to change anything that you eat or have to change how you feel towards food. It just means that now, as well as enjoying food, you enjoy other things in life as well. Best advice for overcoming binge eating number three is to don't go it alone. Again, I have to reiterate that 
binging is disordered eating and it can lead to an actual eating disorder just as significant as anorexia nervosa or bulimia nervosa. Just as it's okay to seek self-help for your binging, it's okay to seek professional help as well. You can opt for one-to-one sessions with a professional or most professionals offer some kind of group sessions or courses as well, which may be more cost-effective. When choosing the right professional for you, firstly, make sure that they are qualified in their industry. And secondly, as I mentioned previously, If your binging has stemmed from dieting or wanting to lose weight, I would recommend working with an informed dietitian. But if there's a history of trauma or abuse or your binging has stemmed from low self-esteem and low worth, consider therapy with a registered psychotherapist or psychologist. But having said that, of course, that's not cast in stone and you may really benefit from seeing a dietitian or a therapist or a psychologist no matter what your situation with binge eating is. Intuitive eating counsellors can be really valuable as well and I would just add that it may be even more beneficial if your intuitive eating counsellor also has a concurrent registration as either a dietitian, psychotherapist or a psychologist. I would definitely steer clear of anybody who says they help their clients to lose weight though because as I've already spoken about that this is a paradox you can't lose weight and stop binge eating at the same time. And as well, just be mindful that there are some apps out there that say that they help you to fix your mindset or your psychology about food and they come with a side of weight loss. You can check in with charities such as Bodywise in Ireland or Beat in the UK. They also offer resources such as group workshops and just FYI, you can trust any information that comes from these charities as they are a reputable source. And after all that, if you're not ready for any of it, how would you feel about talking to a friend or a family member about binge eating? I know it can feel cringy and icky to even think about, but just don't rule it out because if you have someone in your life that you can trust with your issues around food, telling them, offloading that information by itself is incredibly therapeutic and cathartic. So yeah, I'm not expecting you to go tell the world about your issues with food, but just don't rule it out. Tip number four for overcoming binge eating is to change your language that you you use about food. Labeling food as good or bad, healthy, unhealthy, treat or safe food is not accurate and it's certainly not helpful for overcoming binge eating. You have to start to see food as it is. It's neutral. There's no morality attached to food. It's not a moral issue and it never has been. Instead of using the terms like treat food, train your mind to say, no, it's not a treat. And use a neutral term like, it's a snack food. And snack foods are important to keep me from binging. To do this in real life, Take note of any time you give a food a term that relates to its virtue or its sin and literally tell yourself, hey, that's not helpful. Food is food. It's not bad. It's not good. It's just food. And then see if you can apply a more neutral term such as snack food, meal, fruit, vegetable, meat, protein, carbohydrate, dressing, 
those those words are descriptive. They just describe what the food is. They aren't moralizing the food. They're not saying that it is good or bad or it's better or it's worse or it's only a treat that you should have on occasion. So see how you get on with that. Try catching those times when you use those terms and literally say to yourself in your head, no, we don't call food like that anymore and then apply a more neutral term. Next up, I'm not finished with language yet. Another word I want you to be mindful of and consider putting in the mental bin and then taking the bins out is the word should. Saying I should eat better, I should eat less, I should be doing this, I should be doing that. I bet you have started millions of diets of foods that you think that you should eat or because trying to lose weight is what you should do. The thing is, should is highly linked with perfectionism. Remember that setting high standards for yourself and putting ourselves under pressure or setting high standards for our eating only results in the opposite effect. So please stop shutting all over yourself. And lastly, tip number five for overcoming binge eating is to let it run its course and take time. Overcoming binge eating can't happen overnight. Unfortunately, it takes time to learn a whole new set of skills that can help you navigate a more normal relationship with food. And often there are several rule books that we have created for ourselves about how that we should eat. And it can take time to learn how to dismiss them and rebuild a whole new outlook towards how you eat food. So the last good tip for overcoming binging is to just have patience, let it run its course, let it take its time. I can assure you that it will be worth waiting for and it will be worth all the work that you put in. All right, so let's take a little recap on four of the best tips for overcoming binge eating. Number one is to take a step back from trying to lose weight. Number two is to build up other areas of your life. Number three is to don't go it alone. And number four is change your language around food. I really hope you found that helpful Thank you so much for being here and for listening to another episode. If you want to come and say hi, I'm at binge.eating.dietitian on Instagram. And if you've ever any suggestions for what you'd like me to cover on the pod, please let me know. I would love to hear. Um, I'm going to leave you now with my first 30 second cereal box book review. And today I'm reviewing Overcoming Binge Eating by Christopher Fairburn. This is one of the key texts for binge eating that you may have seen on Amazon if you searched for self-help books about binge eating. Um, So I'm going to leave you with that and I'll see you on the next episode. Overcoming Binge Eating is by Dr. Christopher Fairburn, who is an English researcher and psychiatrist. This book gives theory that is easy to understand and an actionable plan for overcoming binge eating. And I think overall you'll find it useful and it's a really easy to follow and an enjoyable read. However, be warned, there's lots of diety language and weight loss seems to be high on his agenda in places. So if you want to focus just on repairing your relationship with food, maybe skip over those parts. 
Thank you for listening to this repost episode of the Binge Eating Dietitian podcast. If you didn't know already, I am taking some time away from the podcast in 2023 so I can focus on smashing binge eating in other ways. I am doing a doctorate degree. I'm doing a doctorate of education degree in the realm of binge eating. And as you can imagine, it's taking some of my time and attention away from other pursuits like the podcast. I am keeping in touch with you on my mailing list though. So if you go to the link in the show notes now, you'll see a link there that says get your binge free week checklist. When you sign up to get the checklist, you will be added to my mailing list and I'll keep you posted on how things are going over there. And I am sharing all of old episodes because they are full of wisdom about binge eating that I know that you need to hear. So so please keep listening and I'll chat to you soon over on my mailing list. Make sure you head to the link in the show notes now and sign up to get your free checklist to have a binge free week. And then you'll get my regular emails after that. Until then, please take care of yourself. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical or mental health advice, and it does not constitute a provider-patient relationship.